From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of February 24th, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends, Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, Walter Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Max the Intern, back in the Peanut Gallery. In this segment, we are going to talk about uh, the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, we had a chance to uh, go uh, head out to Anaheim uh, the end of uh, last month for uh, Tony Spatel's uh, Tinkerbell Marathon, which he did awesome, raised $3,000 for Give Kids the World. And it was my first chance to really uh, take in all of the changes that have happened at the Disneyland Hotel. It's been under rehab for a couple of years now, uh, with the rooms undergoing rehab and the pool and a lot of the other areas. And uh, this was my first time to see it all done. And I had talked about the newly designed rooms before because I'd had a chance to stay in one. But uh, Disneyland Hotel was always a favorite of mine. Um, the, uh, uh, the history of that hotel has always been something that's been very special to me. Uh, Walt was actually there. It was one of the you know, only hotels, I think the only hotel, uh, that bore the Disney name that Walt was ever in. He was not around for any of the hotels that opened out here. And uh, it was also, uh, you know, it was a place of, it's just you really feel it. You really feel that history and that nostalgia when you're there. And I was nervous when I heard about them really completely redoing everything. But I got to tell you, they did a brilliant job. They did an excellent job. The rooms in my opinion, are the best Disney-themed rooms at any Disney hotel you will ever stay in. Uh, the incorporation of those Disney touches and that Disney feel is so well done in these rooms. These rooms are so elegant, yet very comfortable. Um, in particular, the headboard on the bed that has the embedded scene of um, Sleeping Beauty Castle with the button next to the bed that you hit and then the castle lights up and the fireworks kind of go off. Oh, and, and fiber optics. Yeah. With the fiber optics and plays the song uh, A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Um, I'd be in tears it's, all the time. It's, it's really sweet. It is nice. As a hotel room, it is incredibly comfortable. The beds... The, the bedding, the amenities in the room, all very, very comfortable, very, uh, very well appointed. And again, you know, especially at Disneyland, though, you've got to keep in mind the prices are up there. Not hard to spend $250, $300 a night at the Disneyland Hotel. Far more worth it than the Grand California. First of all, the rooms are larger, the rooms are nicer, the rooms are more comfortable. It's not that dark, dank feeling that you get in the Grand Californian. Um, 
and it's just it, it really just just absolutely beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, all the touches in the rooms, but the, the the rehab went far much farther than just the rooms. Each of the towers, each of the three towers, has changed. Now you have the the fantasy tower, the adventure tower, and the frontier tower. And what I love, what they did was, let's say in the in, in the in the adventure tower, in the lobby, everything's themed around Adventureland. So you have these maquettes of characters that you would see in Adventureland, and you have these mock-ups of uh, different attractions from Adventureland, and even That's the cool. even the uh, the furniture and the color scheme. It's all Adventureland, and the same thing when you go into the Fantasy Tower. And the same thing when you go into the Frontier Tower. Um, they've themed the lobbies around their, their namesakes, which I thought was just brilliant. It's just kind of bringing that, that element of the parks in. Because that really was something that had been missing from the hotel, or from any of the hotels. They really, you know, the Disneyland Hotel was started as an adjunct to the Disneyland Park. And it just they, they kind of went forward by, by, by looking back and just kind of bringing all those elements in. Because I was disappointed. Uh, one of the things that, that had always been a great, uh, uh, a great feature in that hotel, do you remember the, the, the walls of the pictures mm-hmm. from the oh, opening? That's they, gone. Are you serious? That's gone. Aww. And I oh, was I disappointed like that. by that. Did they put them anywhere? I don't know. I didn't see them. I didn't see them. Also, the the big. Uh, I didn't see the big, like that massive shadow box on the wall that had all the. Oh my gosh! That's, oh, that's what I liked about. I know I love that, but but oh. as I said, when you when you walk into it now, it just it uh, just a whole different feel, whole different feel, and I was worried about that because I loved the feel that you got when you walked into that hotel, and they just made it better. Um, the front desk very futuristic looking almost even though but even though it's it's uh that's the fantasy tower um i almost lo- like looking at the uh, the uh the front desk like it, it looked more tomorrowland but then when you look at the rug it's all like it, it's that it's that imaging from a uh, it's a small world okay on the rug and the colors that are brought in the pictures that um i think it was Tom Bell or Wayne put up? Wayne. Okay. To me, it just looked like the lobby had lost some of its character because now it, you know, it just looked like a modern hotel lobby. But hearing you say it, it, it sounds like it's like it's still Disney, but themed different. It is. It is. The, the, the touches are more subtle. Okay. Um, especially in the, uh, in the lobby of the, of the main building. Um, but, it, they really did this amazing job. Now, also, the other massive change to the hotel was the pool. The Peter Pan pool that had been there was very popular. But what they did to this pool was unbelievable. It's now the monorail pool with that original, you see that original Disneyland sign that you used to see, you know, used to be outside the park. And that's actually the platform for the water slide. That's cool. And you kind of go up there and you come down the water slide from there. Around the perimeter now of the pool are cabanas. 
um, much like we've seen at some other at some other hotels. Uh, let me just look at my pricing here. So this isn't the first rehab the hotel's gone through. Oh no, no. it's been it's been there for 1956. Okay, so so no, it's been gone through many, many, many rehabs. Oh, okay, because what the one when I was out there several years ago, and I was stayed in an older room in the Fantasy Tower, I believe. I like the theme. It was kind of old timey and outdated, maybe, but I still like. No, it. it needed a. It need. It was in desperate need of a refresh. Um, the um, the pool, uh, the cabanas at the pool, are um, one hundred and fifteen dollars for four hours, or one hundred and eighty-five dollars for a full day. Uh, each cabana has television, ceiling fan, refrigerator. Can accommodate up to six people. They include a bowl of fruit and six bottles of water. In there, and there's there's several of them. They they they're around. Quite a few, yeah. They're around the main pool. They're also around the quiet pool. Um, they also now have uh, how many how many hot tubs did we say? I know there was two, two. one really large one, right? Um, and uh, one smaller one back by the quiet pool, um, and of course, as always, overrun with children. No, I do have to admit the one I went to the one by the quiet pool. It was, it was warm enough, so Disney didn't dumb it down. The temperature was nice, and at night, I guess all the families were on the main side, so I didn't really have any kids when I was there. But I could see during the day it was usually it was pretty full of kids. But yeah, I mean it's that's a big peeve of mine mm-hmm. and Walter's, um, and uh, I, I will save the rant for the blog. I have a great rant. Uh, written up for the blog. I don't want to ruin it. So go read the blog, and you'll hear my rant on that. But overall, you know, there was a lot of concern in my mind when they talked about getting rid of that that feature pool the way it was and doing this new this new monorail pool. Um, but they did a, they did a brilliant job. They you know they also added um, you know Tangora Terrace. Uh, where uh, uh, the lost the lost bar used to be, uh, Tangora Terrace, which offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, it's uh, counter service with the, uh, the self service kiosk. You go in and you touch screen and mm. order your food. Uh, Trader Sam's, which is the bar, which also serves like you know bar food, stuff like that. This great fire pit. Yeah, I was going to mention the fire pit. outside. It's like right off of the of Trader Sam's. This great outdoor, like really comfortable, overstuffed outdoor furniture, big fireplace, especially, you know, Southern California nights can get chilly. It's really, really nice to sit out there, especially if you don't want to deal with like the crowd that's always at at Trader Sam's. Um, What hasn't changed, Steakhouse 55 uh, and Goofy's Kitchen are still there, although Steakhouse 55 is now serving breakfast, Hmm. which I don't think they were doing before. And I got to tell you, we had a fabulous breakfast at Steakhouse 55. Well, because really, what were your choices before that? Goofy's Kitchen, again, which is one of the... Or grab something fast. Goofy's is the best... uh, uh, Character meal. Character meal. The character buffet for breakfast is awesome. They really... Yeah, they do a great job. They do a fantastic job. But it's, you know, maybe you don't want the character experience for breakfast. So Steakhouse 55... Prices were really reasonable. It was not anything I considered outrageous. And it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. Was that a buffet? No, no. It was, it was, it was uh, you know, a la carte, menu, uh, table service. Um, the, um, 
of all the changes I've seen the hotel go through, by far, this is the best. How about outside? I don't know which tower it was that they used to have like the waterfall that you could walk. Only part of the waterfall, and that's now the Frontier Tower. Only part of the waterfall is there. They left some of it, but it's not that whole big horseshoe waterfall that it used Hmm. to be. And the koi are gone. The koi are gone. Okay. Um, On this trip, we decided to stay concierge because I wanted to see the lounge. The lounge has not changed. The lounge is still the same. It's now called the e-ticket lounge, though. But it's the same as it always was with, uh, you know, it's some of the best views uh, of the park you'll ever see. And our room was actually right next to the lounge. We were in the room right next to it. So we had that same view, that same theme park view where you can basically. Which tower is that? That's the Adventure Tower. Adventure Tower. And. Overlooking downtown Disney. It's on the. okay. Right. It's on the 11th floor of the Adventure Tower. Um, And. it's open from 6.30 a.m. Well, from 6.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. is Magical Beginnings. That's your light continental breakfast, pastry, cereal, oatmeal juices, bagels, English muffins, things of that nature. From 11 to 4, they call it Intermission. That's fresh fruit, small snacks, the uh, Smucker's Uncrustables, which are like my favorite thing in the world. Um, and some light, you know, some light little desserts. From 5 to 7 are Magic Hours, Hot Appetizers, Finger Foods, Wine and Beer, are served. These are all complimentary. Um, and uh, although if you want uh, if you want wine or beer, it's not out. You have to ask somebody to get it for you. That I guess they don't want people just. Yeah, I mean, the, there's someone always there. So when they walk around, just say, you know, "I'd like a glass of wine," and they'll say red or white, and or rosé, and they'll go get it for you. But like you said, it's not it's not sitting out. And then from eight to ten p.m. is Sweet Dreams. That's the desserts and beverages. The only thing I didn't like was they, you know, they had the soft drinks, but they didn't have any bottled water. They do have a picture of water out, but no. That's right. They didn't have any bottled water in that refrigerator. There's massive, massive refrigerator that is just loaded with soda, yep. but no bottled water. Um, no bottled water. Um, the lounge was very nice. It always is. The staff in the lounge was great. My big complaint here was that they could not keep the coffee full. Every morning I would go in there, and without a doubt, I could never get a full cup of coffee. Hmm. And they didn't seem in a whole lot of rush to get it out. Um, and That's that, pretty easy to do. It's, it, was kind of, it was kind of annoying. They do have a... Um, oh, I forgot the brand name uh, of, of the cappuccino espresso machine they had there. But they have a cappuccino and espresso. You can make your own lattes if you want, things like that. Um, but if you just wanted a regular cup of coffee, uh, it was really kind of challenging to get one. Uh, How about there. in the room? Do you have what, yeah. what was in the room for coffee? Um, they had the uh, the Hamilton Beach single serve, wasn't it? it was, yeah, where it makes one or two cups. One or two cups. Oh, okay. Um, they have the pods there, and it was pretty decent. It, it wasn't was good. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. They're getting better with what they offer in terms of coffee, at least out in. Out in California. I don't know if that's made it back this far yet. <laughs> they also finally moved uh, the Disneyland Hotel onto the H2O products. It's no longer the Disneyland Hotel soaps and oh, okay. shampoos. Oh, you don't get the little Mickey head? No, it's H2O. Oh, it's all H2O now. Okay. Um, which I'm, I'm glad to see. H2O is yeah. a great product. And it should be consistent across all of them. 
Um, I have to tell you, I really did not find anything to complain about with this hotel. I thought the staff was excellent, whether it was at check-in or in the e-ticket lounge or housekeeping or anybody else we interacted with. Staff was awesome. The room was immaculate and kept that way. Housekeeping did an awesome job. Um, I know people think that, you know, staying at the Grand Californian, oh, you know, you're so much closer to the park. Really, you're not that much closer. No, you're not. You know, it's, 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 not, it's not like anything is really that far away at Disneyland. It's so small. Um, but for as much as I loved the Disneyland Hotel before this, I love it even more now. To the point where I think I can say for myself, it's the best Disney hotel out there. I agree with you. Um, I think it does the best at capturing the amenities and the elegance. I think it does the best at capturing the essence and the nostalgia. I think it pays homage to its history really well. Um, And I think it offers a a consistently great level of service especially considering the price point when you compare it to the Grand Californian, which many nights is anywhere from 50 to 100% more a night to stay at the Grand. And I don't see it. I don't see the value in spending that much more to stay at the Grand Californian. It's not, in my opinion, it's not worth it. I know most, a lot of people love the Grand. I'm not taking anything away from you. I'm not one of them. I would much rather spend $250 a night at the Disneyland Hotel than $400 or $500 a night at the Grand Californian. And I don't care if I can't, you know, well, you even can. You even can get into uh, California Adventure early yeah. mm-hmm. as long as you're, a, you're an on-site guest. So what, I've got to walk an extra two minutes? It's worth it. It's worth it. It's a better hotel. It's a better experience, better price point. Um, and I just can't say enough good things about it. It has, they really have completely reimagined this hotel, and it's not easy to do when the hotel's been around so long. So the towers are original, right? No, actually, no, the towers towers were an add on, I think, in the 60s. So originally it was a one building. Originally it was a motel. It was basically a motel. It was a motor court. Yeah. Oh, wow. And where that part of the hotel was is where downtown Disney is now. Okay. Because keep, keep in mind that the monorail right. like, was like actually like, you know, was part of the hotel. Oh, that there was like a, okay. There was like a whole like was a, a, little a bar and yeah, diner up yeah, there. And the, the monorail cafe. The monorail cafe. Okay. And all of that. See, when John and I first went in 2000, because we were I, either it was the exact same room or right very close to it that we stayed in. When we looked out that window, it was all piles of dirt. It was just big piles of dirt. What was Downtown Disney? Downtown Disney wasn't there. The California, none, Adventure. California Adventure wasn't there. Oh, that's right. They had just finished, finished demolishing all the original part of the hotel. The towers, like I said, were an add-on. The In tower, 2000? And by 2000, yeah, they had demolished wow. all that. Now, I remember the first time I went to California, which was 84, summer of 84, I just my my big memory is you pull up to just this big parking lot and walk right into the front of 
Disneyland. That's what it used to be. And there was that California Adventure used to be that parking lot. Yeah, it was just it. It's, wow. It threw me when we yeah. went back. You know, twenty some years later, and it was like, oh my gosh, this is not at all how I remember. I remember just getting out of the car, walking about. You know, and there's Disneyland. That's why I feel about. That's why I feel about Universal. At least the park where that ball is. Yeah, yeah. That, that used to be really? the old parking yeah. lot. Oh, yep. really? Yep. Used to walk right there's in. There's water there. That water's all put in. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know it's, but I'm just. Yeah. Wow. That was all parking Penny lot. Penny and I had that discussion around Christmas time, and she didn't believe that the first time we went, it was like you pulled up at the mall and you walked into Universal. Right. So thanks to the internet, found pictures that shows. What yeah. it used to yeah. be like. It's wow. a Hard cool. Rock Cafe used to be that guitar-shaped building over on the side. Man. But yeah, Disney's changed a lot and evolved then. And I, I, I can't tell you, though, um, what just what an awesome experience it was to stay at that hotel again. Uh, it made me not want to leave. Hmm. Uh, makes me want to go back. And it just... Uh, I, 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 lo- I, I, I Like I said, I loved it before with these changes... It just is 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 better than it's ever been, at least while I've been going there. So, in your mind, I mean, you know, all I can see is from the pictures that the changes that they made, you think they were all for the better? Absolutely. Okay. I think I think it was such a creative way to bring that those Disney elements in, uh, those Disneyland elements. You know, the, it's the Disneyland Hotel. It should have. Elements oh, yeah. oh, of definitely. Disneyland in it, and it really never did. Yeah, those pictures, I I came away with like mixed feelings. Like, did they do this right? And I thought, you know, that's like Gorgeous. maybe one of those things. Maybe you needed to see it in person. Well, yeah, I mean, if the if the pictures didn't do it for you, I think maybe seeing it in person would. Um, it really is truly in my in my mind now. It is truly the Disneyland Hotel. Okay. And it really it it. it because, like I said, it brings those Disneyland elements in, in a way that it hadn't done before. And I would like to stay in the Disneyland Hotel in 1960. I would have yeah, loved to have been really? there in the, in the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That would have been cool. Absolutely. With my gloves and my hat and my dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, but overall, overall, I give it. He knows what I mean. I give it huge marks, <laughs> and uh, I think I can. Say with maybe a brief little bit of qualification that it is my favorite hotel, uh, my favorite Disney hotel, um, all, of all of them. Of all of them. Yeah. Wow. Of all of them. Um, I, I think it's the one that it's the one that really incorporates the most Disney, as Classic. opposed to a Caribbean theme or a wilderness <laughs> oh. theme. Oh, or, I felt that one. Said, oh. She took well. That one. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're bad at all. I yeah. gave the Caribbean beach very high marks. You did, but it's not a Disney theme. It's, it's a theme. Oh, it's a right. theme done by Disney, but it's not a Disney theme. Oh, this hotel. Not. This hotel is a Disney theme. It's an actual Disney theme park theme. Is mm-hmm. what they've brought into, and they didn't beat you over the head with it. Like I said, the touches in the lobbies, the 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 touches in the in the rooms themselves. Um. You just feel it as you go through the hotel. You're at Disneyland, and that's what it should do. And if that's what they were going for, they hit a home run. They hit a home run with me. Makes me want to go back. And I think that's what a good rehab should do. Mm -hmm. Um, If you've been there many, many times, and you go, and it just makes you want to go back, um, I think it's awesome. I think people will absolutely love it. It's entirely different than anything we have out here in Orlando. And I can only encourage you 
to go check out the new Disneyland Hotel. So that will do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. And we will be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable as I wait for my music. Thanks for listening, folks. Stay out of the damn lakes. (laughs) 